Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show. On today's episode, West Virginia gets a great win over Iowa State in one of the weirdest games of the year. All ahead on the Ryan and Rush Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, one of the weirdest games I've seen last night, but hey, the Mountaineers come out on top with a W and one step closer closer to March Madness. Yeah, gutsy win over a good Iowa State team. Uh, Hard game to watch personally just because of how many fouls were called. 49 fouls both ways. Obviously, the Mountaineers were in the bonus at the under 16 of the second half. I don't know if I've ever seen that. And, of course, Iowa State as well was in the bonus at the under 12. So, lengthy game, two-and-a-half-hour game. And and it's not like we were pressing like the olden days where it was just a foul fest and these games would drag on or a bunch of reviews. So, Lengthy game, but hey, we came out on top, grinded out a gutsy win, and uh, made made our free throws down the stretch. Yeah, it was a weird game last night, and and the refs really, I don't think they called a good game for for either team. So in a way, it evens out because you know, no, and I, I think even if they didn't, the Mountaineers would have still come out on top. I don't think we really were assisted that much by the refs, but I'm sure ask an Iowa State fan, and they'll disagree. Uh, usually, Ryan, in the past, I think this is kind of getting to the point of the identity of this team. I actually um, heard it last night from, from a fan is like this team in a way has been like Jekyll and Hyde, right? Hot, cold, hot, still figuring out, you know, that consistency, not getting complacent. But usually in the past, these weird games actually hurt us, like especially Iowa State when things get weird. Um, you know, sometimes we don't show up. We're not missing shots. But now it's like the opposite. Now we want to make the games weird. We want to muck it up. And when we do that, we come out on top. So, hey, it's it's you know weird, especially this time of year can can be a good thing, especially getting closer to March. Yeah, I agree. It it, it wasn't pretty, but it doesn't have to be pretty this time of year as long as you get in the win column and keep your NCAA tournament hopes alive. Once again, Katie Johnson was was phenomenal, especially mm-hmm. down the stretch. Made big clutch shots. Emmett was uh, it's good to see Emmett back there. He made a couple shots, made a couple plays down the stretch as well. So he he poured in 20 as well as Keaty with 22. Eric was banged up tonight, so it was good to see other guys step up. We kind of hinted at it in the preview that we didn't think this was going to be a game where Eric was going to be able to go off for 30 again because Iowa State is so disciplined and good defensively that they weren't just going to allow Eric to get into a rhythm right from the get-go. So, yeah, a bunch of other guys. And uh, Kunkwu, once again, off the bench, provided energy and rim protection. Something about Eric. So they, it actually, Eric kind of did start off a little hot, hot right? Got the first four mm-hmm. points of the game, and then that was the, half the points yep. he got, um, totaling eight. Uh, the thing with Eric, uh, this is what I realized, is we live or die by Eric Stevenson. And I think that's okay. Um, because, I mean, when he was out of the game, before he fouled out, I know he had four fouls and was out of the game for a stretch. That's when things got just kind of like, oh, no, are we going to blow this game? And then he went back out there and then the fans and then the energy he I'm not saying he's the most disciplined guy in the world. I know he likes to grab his junk and that can cause problems and potentially a loss. But then on the other hand of it, we've won games because of him. We He's brought mm-hmm. that energy. He's scored the points or made the assist or do what he has to do. So I think as we really kind of unwrap, like 
we, we think we figure out this West Virginia team and then they add a whole new layer. But I think the one thing that always remains consistent is Eric Stevenson. And I think we just live or die by him and what he's doing. I'd say him and Keedy together because sure. Keedy, because the game Keedy misses when we got drilled by Kansas because we just didn't have that rock and stability. I thought when we put Eric back in, when Iowa State went to the one three one, that gave us issues around that twelve under twelve media to the under eight media. When Iowa State actually came all the way back and took the lead, Eric provided some stability, and he he just knows how to play. Obviously, mm-hmm. being his, uh, his fourth school, his fifth year. And he, he just got the ball to open guys. Key, he assisted Keedy on a couple of those threes. Uh, I think Joe made one as well. And he, like, to beat a zone, you got to get the ball in the middle. Eric was able to get the ball in the middle, whether he was catching it or penetrating um, off the catch. And, uh, yeah, no, he, he's just he's – been, he's been solid for the most part all year. Obviously, he has his mental lapses, but for the most part, uh, we need Eric Stevenson on the floor. Yep. Uh, something to kind of the, the good news, bad news, kind of the takeaway from, from last night, Ryan is kind of the bad news, right? Is we were up six at halftime that I felt like that should have been easily, you know, 10 or 12 Tucson kind of has the mental error. You know, we keep talking about the refs being probably doing some soft calls last night, heavy on the whistles. The refs wanted to be the third team out there and, you know, I, I get it. It's kind of a soft call to be teeing them up for technical. But at the same time, man, just don't even put yourself in that position. You know, Tucson made it up at the end, hitting those free throws. So, you know, it, it, it all evens out. But, you know, staying disciplined, staying consistent, not getting complacent. You know, second second half, Iowa State, they end up, you know, up by double digits. And Iowa State ends up coming back and and taking the lead. Uh, but shifting over to the good side of that, usually what we've seen earlier in this Big 12 play with um, – Kansas State when we opened up in Manhattan, you know, getting that lead, losing the lead, and then kind of, you know, we're out of the game. And then this time of the year when we get closer to March is, okay, we had a good lead. Maybe we should be up more, but okay, we lost it. But hey, we're not out. Let's get this back. So the fact that we, you know, gave up the lead and didn't play like a complete game like we did against Oklahoma, yes, that needs to get tightened up. That needs to get buttoned up. That, you know, still need to implement that team discipline and I get it. Emotions start running. It's hard, but on the reverse end of that, it's really good and refreshing to see, Hey, maybe we do go through a couple TV timeouts um, where we don't get disciplined, but Hey, doesn't mean we can't get it right back and and not let this wave of other emotion take over. We're still in control of this game. So it was good to see that. Um, And I I, I think this time of year, that's what you do want to see when, when maybe you're not playing your best. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's a tough time of year. It's the dog days of February, and we're going to touch on the preview tomorrow for, for the Texas game, but uh, going beyond Texas, I mean, we're going through, we're headed into the hardest stretch of the Big 12 gauntlet, which we previewed all the way back in October. We said this is the stretch where you get four out of six road games at Texas, at Baylor, at Kansas, and at Iowa State. Now, I don't think we knew all four were going to be in the top 15 or to, or top 10 fringe, but we knew that they would be somewhere in the top 25. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's getting real, man. It's, it's the NCAA tournament before the NCAA tournament for the Mountaineers. It is. And this is something too, I want to bring up with the, the getting hard wins, the not being complacent, staying disciplined, playing consistent, playing a complete game, right? It's because we see it. We keep bringing up this factor of, Hey, we get through the big 12. 
you know, kind of in the position we are. We saw what Iowa State did last year. Go to the Sweet 16. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, a- anything can happen in March. We know that. But what's the other side of it? You know, Kentucky gets knocked out by St. Peter's in, in the first game. So it's 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 finding that balance of, you know, keeping that energy alive, keeping, you know, grinding it out, not not getting complacent. And, you know, just taking each game at a time and getting to getting to March, getting to the conference tournament, you know, showing up there and then doing well in March. But, you know, the second complacency happens, the second like, oh, we're good, um, you know, bad things can happen. So what is good is we do have a little bit of breathing room um, from last night with these two road games coming up. You're absolutely right, Ryan. This next three week stretch is going to be a grinder. We have uh, at Texas on saturday then at baylor come back and then we got another saturday uh monday with oklahoma state and texas tech and then we finish it with the good old kansas iowa state and then we wrap up the season at home against kansas state so the next whatever the last six of the seven games i mean the three sets of them are going to be the the saturday monday so yeah you're right this is when it gets real for the mountaineers and that's a preview of the ncaa term in terms of the saturday to monday turn because is whether you're playing Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Sunday, you're you're gonna have multiple one game turns headed into hopefully the March Madness for for experience uh, circumstances. And the other thing, like we we also touch on this, like if they do drop both these road games, it's not the end of the world. Like they don't no. need to win any of these road games now. They they don't need to be getting blown out. They like getting blown out. That's when that hurt that hurts your net. Like they don't say that because of the sportsmanship, whatever they want to call it. And, but if you get beat by 30 or 20, that's when your net ranking slowly will stop dropping. So it's just about being competitive, kind of like they have been all year. And uh, if you can get one of these road wins, it basically clinches your birth to the tournament, I think. But if not, we still have the margin of error. That's very small where we have to beat Texas tech and Oklahoma state in case they did home. Yeah. Yeah. At least two of the three. Um, no, I agree. It's we we do need to stay competitive. We can't let off the gas completely. But like we said, we keep talking about it. We've talked about it with Ethan. We talked about it in the past. The formula is win your home games, mm-hmm. and then anything can happen in March. You know, especially that opening round, maybe at the tournament, uh, Big Twelve tournament as well. And to keep it in perspective, Iowa State, like yes, they were seven and eleven, just like we're hopefully going to be seven and eleven at the end. I mean, hopefully we're better as a minimum. We well, at a minimum, yeah. yeah. If we win our home games, we're seven and eleven. They didn't. They didn't win a Big Twelve game. They went to Kansas City and got drilled by Texas Tech in the quarterfinal because they were the sixty. They got drilled by thirty and still made the tournament without having to go to Dayton. If they get the seven league wins, it's it's they're they're easily in. Yeah, I I still think six. Honestly, uh, I think six gets you to Dayton. So two more, I think, get you to Dayton. Three, you, you're not having to sweat out selection Sunday. Yeah. But it feels good. My my biggest, in terms of worry for the remaining of the schedule, is I know we talked about the gauntlet of the the weekends when we're away, and that's Kansas, Iowa State, or or coming up this week in the Texas and Baylor. But that two games in, in three days with Oklahoma State and Texas Tech is we mm-hmm. we struggle against Oklahoma State historically. Oklahoma State's the hottest team in the league. I know. So yeah. it, it's, we need to win that. And, you know, I, of course, last game of the season, we have Kansas state, but Kansas state's incredible too. So those are, those are the two, you know, one game at a time. You can only focus on the game ahead, but 
Yep. Those are the two games circled. That's the three day span of time that's that's circled for the mountain. Those are the pressure spots. Yes. Yes. Yeah, where you you got nothing to gain other than you just can't lose a game. Yeah. It, it was what Oklahoma was last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, must win. Must win. Hey, we had a can't lose. So hey, we're we're when it absolutely comes to desperation time, Ryan, the Mountaineers are stepping up. One, I think what, five of the last seven. So just got to keep rolling, keep, keep, keep going with, with the hot hand and great team effort last night. You know, Keedy stepped up. Um, you know, we talked about Emmett. Good, good, uh, good episode to put Emmett in the thumbnail, right? Stepped right yeah. up. Gave, gave him I need the to luck put him back there. in the thumbnail. <laughs> See the old Emmett back. There you go. No kidding. And, um, you know, Eric and it was, it was a good showing by the bench last night. Hugs definitely played those guys longer, wanted them to grind it out. So, hey, need to keep seeing those team efforts. And when anyone comes off the bench, you know, fill right in, step right up. So it's good to see the consistency with this team and continuing. We'll have our preview tomorrow against Texas. And we definitely know how we feel about Texas, Ryan. So let's keep the long horns down. But anyway, love you all. Be back tomorrow morning with with the Texas preview and, and have a good day. Go Mountaineers. Later. Go Mountaineers.